Welcome, and thank you for listening to the New Day Podcast. We are located in South Kansas City, proclaiming the good news of God's grace to our region and abroad. If you'd like more information, please visit our website, newdaykc.org. We've been in a study in the book of Ephesians, and I'm just going to uh, really just use three verses this morning. And... Uh, just really want to encourage you as we're going through this, you stay right there too throughout the week. Just kind of stay right where we're at and don't read a whole bunch. Uh, how many of you uh, listen or read Andrew Farley? No? Well, we're going to have to change that among all of you. So Andrew Farley says this, whenever you read, slow down. Just take some time with it. He said, if you don't understand it, Read it real slow, out loud, and just read it to yourself, and see what you get out of it. So we're going to read this together this morning. This is Ephesians 4, where you say together with me, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Amen. Well, I love actually the symbolism that Paul uses here when he says, have a walk worthy of God. Because this is what we know. Walking's pretty simple once you learn how to do it. And you start learning that when you're a toddler. <clears throat> how many of you fell a few times when you were a toddler? Yep, everybody ready to raise their hands, and uh, it's uh, you, you just kind of learn to do it by doing it, and I love that symbolism. It's the journey, also, of your life, so when Paul says, have a walk, it's sort of like the Australian have a walkabout, you know, I mean, it means go, go out on a journey, and so this word walk's really interesting. Um, we've, we've measured it a lot. We have a tendency to measure that word and, and want to know, especially because it says have a walk worthy of the calling that you have. But I want you to know it's really a reflection of who you are. And then it's this funny word. So if you look up the word walk in the original language, um, it comes out a little bit different in an actual English word. It means to comport yourself. What does comport mean, right? Comport means this, to be fitting, to behave in a manner conformable to what is right, proper, and expected. So that's about behavior, right? Well, sort of. What it really is saying is this, when you're comporting yourself and having a walk worthy of the Lord, it means being who you're supposed to be. It's the what matter of person you are. It's uh, C.S. Lewis does a great job with this in Mere Christianity. Uh, God isn't just after some sort of strict obedience with you. He's, he's wanting you to be who you are in him. You were designed to be exactly who you're supposed to be. And that's what walking worthy 
of your calling. The word calling, now, we've, we've made that strange with church language. We've made it to be something extravagantly, you know, oh, he has a calling on his life. Actually, what it is is naming. It just means to be named. So when he, Paul says, have a walk worthy of your naming, it's this. Hi, my name's Lloyd, and well, I'm, I'm loved of God. That's really my identity. I, I know that God loves me, and that's who I am, and that's who God made me to be. I'm suddenly walking worthy of my calling. I'm reflecting exactly who I am. And it's this. It's there for other people to see. How did I lose that? There we go. But it's also when I'm all alone. When it's just me. This is what we know. This is what's completely different in in seeing this, if you will, through a grace lens. Religion and legalism requires this understanding to be centered in your obedience to a certain behavior or moral standard. But what we know from the canon, that's the whole council, everything that we know about what Paul taught in the New Testament and what the theology of that is, is it's actually a reflection of your new identity in Christ, which in turn affects your behavior. Paul addresses behavior. So do you remember when you were little and your parents were training you up and you got the you need to behave routine? Did you get that? Now when we go to the store, did you get plied with candy if you reward if you no, huh? You were just told do it or else. Well, Fortunately, that's not what God does with us. God sees it in the simplicity of who you are. And he wants to live with you in it. He wants to partner completely with you. No matter how flawed and broken you feel, walking worthy of the Lord is putting your trust in him and that he is walking with you. He's right there beside you. And this is what it looks like. It looks like humility. It looks like being mild. That's a strange word today. We talk about certain cigarettes being mild. But that's not what it means. Cigarettes aren't mild anyway. What mild means is this. Completely kind. Very, very kind. A mild person isn't brash with their words. A a humble person doesn't, let's put it in our language today, doesn't shoot their mouth off all the time. Walk in humility. It's reflected in a behavior that actually looks like deference Kindness, not pushing your own way, not pushing others out of the way, and not disregarding them. That's what makes it so simple. 
Your walk is simply you being who God made you to be and to live your life, your walk, by the gentle nudge of God's grace and kindness towards you. Another question this morning. Has God been kind to you? Okay, they were looking at me and so they answered. Has God been kind to you? Think, think through this. I want you to just stop, really, just sit in your chair this morning and think. Maybe it'll help. Shut your eyes. Let's do a little exercise. Let me ask it again. Has God been kind to you? Has he been really good? Even on your worst day? So here comes the second part. How can then we not walk in that kindness? This is how we comport ourselves. We reflect uh, the kindness from God because he's been so kind to you and I. So here's where I found that kindness, my walk with God starts, is me exposing myself to God and asking this strange question. This, this little demand of childlike Lloyd. God, would you show me kindness again today? When my heart gets exposed to it, how can I not comport myself that way towards others? Because it starts shining in me, and when it shines in me, then it shines out of me. And I suddenly become known as a person of kindness. I'm changed. When I expose myself to it, I get happy. Really happy. This is what Psalm 89, it talks about a walk. Listen to this. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. In your name, they rejoice all day long. And in your righteousness... They are exalted in your righteousness, not their own, in God's righteousness. When I expose myself to God and his countenance begins to shine on me, I come before him in the morning and say, oh, Lord, yesterday was just so hard. I feel like I blew it. I was mad all day long. I couldn't get out of it. Are you like me? Oh, you never get mad, huh? Right. But when I expose myself to God and say, this is not how I want to walk. Shine into me the joy of my salvation again. Shine right into my being that you won't let go. You don't stop. You don't leave me alone. And so I'm asking right now that you do that again. And you reveal to me in your kindness how much kindness you have towards me. It's funny, the word kindness in the word of God, especially loving kindness, you know how it gets translated? Mercy. Mercy. Loving kindness is translated mercy. God, be merciful to me. What I'm really saying is, God, be kind to me. When that begins to happen, 
his light starts shining. I mean, I walk in the light of his countenance. First John puts it this way. I, I love this passage. This is a message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. God is not unkind. <laughs> if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and we're not practicing the truth. But if we walk in simplicity, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we get along. We have fellowship with one another. We treat each other with kindness. And this is something that happens. When I receive this, and then I treat you kindly, a miracle happens. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. It's not an equation. It's a reflection of God shining His face down you and I. You can't get anything to make it happen. All you can do is position yourself and say, Oh, Papa, be good to me today. Be kind to me today. Watch how much joy starts to enter your footsteps as you walk that day out. It changes everything about us. It's how we're designed by God in His grace, in His love. It's how we're designed to walk it out before others. They see us comport ourselves differently. Does that really matter? Well, you want to go out a grumpy old man? Grumpy old woman? Or you want to go out with a joyful sound? I went to Gary Patnay's memorial service yesterday. Some of you in here know, knew the Patnays and knew Gary. And it was over at Forerunner Christian Fellowship. And I have to confess, I hadn't been in that building in a long, long time. And it was like an old family reunion. It was really interesting. And uh, I just watched people going up, and people hadn't seen each other for 8, 10, 12, 15 years in some case. I, I saw somebody I hadn't seen for 16 years. And here's what happens. Such light came into their faces. As we remembered and honored who Gary Patnay did, and he did this a lot. I was so connected with what was happening yesterday and knowing that what I'd been reading in Ephesians 4 and coming to share with all of you this morning. I went, man, he lived that message. He was humble and he was kind. Did he do it every day? Probably not. But he was a humble and kind man. And that's what got said about him. How much he was there to encourage others. How sweet he was. How kind he was. How generous of heart he was. And how much he wanted people to know that God loved them. What a way to go out. Not grumpy. Not a grumpy old guy. You know. But a very sincere man who went out, even at the last, telling his children and his family how much God loves. Wonderful. It's very simple walking. It's funny, with all the rules in the Old Testament, ooh, you can't see that very good. So I'll read it to you. 
You know, you read the Old Testament, it feels like it's a whole bunch of rules and this and that, and you've got to get all those gold rings right, and you've got to do this right, and you've got to enter the temple right, and you've got to do that, 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 and that, and did I make sure I did that offering right? And it just gets a little bit overwhelming. And then along comes this Old Testament prophet named Micah, and he blows it all away, and he says this simple verse. Gets rid of all the religion... All the rules, all the mandates. And he says this He's shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but that you do justly, you love mercy, you walk humbly with your God. Made to be simple, isn't it? Walk humbly with your God. So this is what a walk worthy of your calling, of your name. See, he calls you by name. He looks right at you and he says, oh, Tammy. He just calls her right by name. To walk as Tammy. What What she really looks like in Christ. So this is Lloyd's loose paraphrase. How to do it. How to comport yourself. Don't think you're better than others. Don't be a know-it-all. Listen to what other people have to say. Do the right thing, because you know that's what's right. Just be fair. We know right and wrong, because Christ lives in us, yes? I need a better yes. yes. Christ lives in you. You know when it's right and it's wrong. You don't have to go, hmm, I wonder, hmm, I wonder if that's okay. No, you know, the Spirit of God lives in you. You you know what's right and wrong. Choose the right thing. And the third thing is this. Be kind to others. Love mercy. So what if the person at the the QT is grouchy? She's probably been there since 4 a.m. You want a receipt? Uh... I'll pray for you today. No, it's just simply this. Oh, hey, I'm going to say a prayer for you today. Don't lay some big religious trip on her. It sounds like you're having a tough day. I'm going to, I'm going to pray for you today. Watch their eyes when you do something like that. Extend mercy to them. Extend mercy to them. Extend mercy to them. That is called kindness. There's a lot of stuff going on in America right now. Did you notice? Some of it good, some of it not so good. Here's how we walk this out simply. Be kind to everybody. There's people that are scared, saying things, doing things they probably never thought they would have done. People don't know what's going to happen to some of their futures. Right or wrong decisions are being made. We support uh, right decisions. Pray for our governmental leaders. This I know. Treat everybody with kindness. Walk simply with God. This week, make, make it this, you know, not your effort. Make it your ambition, Paul said. He said, I make it my ambition to live pleasing to God. 
how, how the stuff in my heart wants to be. Well, this is what pleases God. Faith. Kindness. Walk like Enoch. Do you know the story of Enoch? Yeah? And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. I'm ready for God to take me. You mean like leave the planet? Like you still got, you just prayed for your grandkids. No, I I want God to take me on a long walk in the same direction for a good many years. So that when people see me, they go, oh, Lloyd, he was not. He was with God and he was a kind man. He was so sweet. And when others saw him and talked to him, they understood that God was good. Friends, that's comporting ourselves. Having a walk worthy of God. Not fighting to get my own way. Not putting other people down. I'm not the brightest bulb in the pack. I'm not the smartest one. But I'm loved of God. I'm the delight of heaven. God showed me how to love. And uh, matter of fact, I'm probably not much smarter than Forrest Gump. But just like him, I know what love is. So, would you pray this week? Just the challenge of this passage from Ephesians. Just pray. I'm not asking you to do anything other than that. Just pray and say, oh God. Let me walk with you this day and not be. You have just prayed a prayer of faith because that's what Hebrews 11 tells us. When it talks about Enoch, it says he was a man of faith. Talked about in the Genesis, it says he walked with God. Hebrews, man of faith. And guess what? It pleased God. Do you believe that God loves you today? Do you believe he's pleased with your walk? I do. After all, I'm the delight of heaven. Hi, my name's Lloyd. Well, I'm God's favorite kid. (laughs) Dan, come up and give us a song.